Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Hey, everybody. Hey, you. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm she. I am the woman of the hour, actually. Ay, 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 uh, never mind. And I called this week's episode, Business is Hard or Is It? Now, this week's topic came from the fact that in the Salon de la Consciousness, which is my monthly membership, we are wrapping up our study of Living Beyond Distraction, which is an access consciousness book that is really incredible. And so we were looking at doing these shows on the last four distractor implants because there's 24 of them. And this is one of the ones that popped up. What's interesting is we aren't actually opening the doors on the salon for the last month, but after this and whenever you're listening to this you can go to the website and you'll be able to buy these study series on the books including living beyond distraction um indefinitely so hey angelica hey parisa hi claire so i i still think this is a conversation really worth having one of the things that i i'm in business i don't know if you guys knew that And I facilitate and coach with a lot of entrepreneurs. And so business is one of those conversations that I just love. So business is hard, or is it? I think it's very relevant. Um, So what I've done to start us off, hi, Danielle, is I'm going to read you a tiny bit from this chapter in this book, Living Beyond Distraction. And I highly recommend this book if you have a body and you deal with people or you have a body, you should be studying this book. It's that good. Here's a little bit from chapter six. If something isn't working in your business, it's because you're stuck in a distractor implant. Now guess what distractor implants are designed to do? Their whole design, their whole function is to put your attention on something you cannot handle. That's their whole job. They don't have a beneficial purpose. You can't figure them out, you can't solve them. And so basically if you're in something like this where you kind of can't get off the rabbit trail or the hamster wheel or whatever, you're in an infinity loop with thinking, you're in a distractor implant. That's helpful information. So if something isn't working in your business, you're in a distractor implant. Now there's 24 of them, I mentioned that, anger, rage, fury, hate, blame, shame, regret and guilt. And as I'm going through these, maybe look at these in your business with what's not working. Um, Addictive, compulsive, obsessive, perverted points of view, Love, sex, jealousy, peace, um, fear, doubt, business and relationship, which we're going to be touching on today, and life, living, death and reality. So it's a lot of stuff, guys. So if something isn't working in your business, you're stuck in one of those. Now, whatever part of your business isn't working well, here's something you can do. Pock and pod, all the distractor implants that are keeping it from being successful. You as an infinite being would choose to have a business that isn't working for what reason? Great question. So all of you guys right now can kind of pull up the energy of something that isn't working in your business or your whole business, if it's that, and really go, okay, truth, am I functioning from a distractor implant here, yes or no? If you get yes, just pock and pod all the distractor implants holding that in place, and then here's some questions you can ask. What would I like to create this as? Here's a question I use, which I'm going to add to this list. What would be more fun than this? (laughs) Two, 
or three. Um, what would I, so how would I like it to be created? So these are actually from the chapter. What would I like to create my business as? How would I like it to be created? And what would be generative and creative? So, I mean, essentially what happens, you guys, and, you know, having been in active business for at least six years now, and then having businesses before that, what happens in business is you get the thrill and the excitement of something new. And that excitement carries you through like the first phase of whatever, right? Whatever kind of idea it is, that excitement kind of gets things rolling. But then excitement is a short-lived energy. It's not actually that ongoing like enthusiasm for living energy. So it changes it because energy is always changing. And then you're into the space of now this thing that you've given life to has its own it's its own life form now, right? Like it goes into being space. So you have to engage with it differently. And with a lot of us in, especially as humanoid creators, we tend to think that once the excitement is gone, that it's no longer doing the thing. And then some of us get through that and we just power through and we just do stuff anyway. But a lot of us lose communication with our business right after the excitement wanes. And we no longer have any skills or are given or taught any skills right after that point. And so we either give up or we quit or we get frustrated and we go into conclusions and all the other weird shit that starts to not work, right? So Gary Douglas gave us in this last certified facilitator training, a little cycle of actions that is so simple and so helpful. And it's to start, change and stop. Start, change, stop, start, change, stop, start, change, stop. So literally if you're engaging in that cycle, you kind of always have another choice. What can I start? What can I change? And what can I stop? What can I start? What can I change? What can I stop? And, you know, before Gary gave that language, um, I was doing that and didn't even know it, but that is literally how I keep things moving and going. Um, so if you guys have questions about your business, you can throw them in the comments. But as of the recording of this show, I'm actually, I've, I'm less active in my business than I probably have ever been in about five years because my partner and I are breaking down our house here in order to get on the road and actually move to Panama, which interestingly enough is also a business choice. Uh, I got fully engaged with my business finances. I got fully engaged with taxation. I started looking at what our choices were and it turned out this country was not uh, a choice that was actually going to create a greater future. So we are changing countries. Now, what's really interesting about choices like this is they take a lot of time, right? And you may be facing this in one area or another. I have faced this. It's going to take a lot of time thing uh, with institution, things I needed to institute in regards to business finances, for example, not just moving countries, but like, you know, needing to set up different banking systems so that, you know, I was supported when I, when I was going to have a month off, um, you know, bookkeeping systems, systems in general kind of take more time, but there's going to be these choices that you make that support a greater future for your business that aren't necessarily the most thrilling, the most exciting, the, the sexiest stuff, right? but are truly required in order for your business to grow in the way that it can. And we're in the middle of one of those right now. And um, so it's, I only tell you that because it's like there, it's not that everything in your business is always going to feel sexy all the time. It isn't. There is some stuff you have to handle that isn't that sexy. And if you do business from a feelings point of view, instead of a, 
okay, cool. This isn't the sexiest thing ever, but if I choose it, will my life and my business be greater? Yes or no point of view, then you will always have a greater future. So I think personally, that's one of the things to really start to look at when it comes to your business. If, if you're doing business as hard, first of all, are you doing your reality? And number two, is it hard or something else? Cause like right now, um, everything feels kind of hard, but it's not that it's hard. It's that it's very, very intense. And a lot of times when you're going to go through phases like that in your life, and in your business, where things are just very, very intense, you're changing a lot. You're making a lot of different choices. Um, the world around you is changing a ton. And I know right now in the world, at least us of the recording of this, you know, the vaccines are being rolled out and the world is sort of shifting like this. It's kind of been doing that for the last two years or longer, but um, you know, there's a lot. So it's going to, we won't always feel good, but all of life can come to you with ease and joy and glory. And so like, are you doing your business from feelings? I don't feel like it. I don't want to. This is not really what I prefer. It would be more fun to do this, right? Are you doing more preference? Or are you doing business from like, okay, cool. Like what would make this fun? And what choice can I make that would create a greater future, a greater now and a greater future? Um, yeah. When you start to function from that, you're starting to function from choice. And once you're starting to function from choice, you're out of the distractor implant universe and you're into what's going to actually create and institute your reality. So I'm so glad, Mara. I'm so glad. Cool. Parisa wants to know how she can start getting clients for my bars business. Maybe start telling people you do bars. <laughs> so when I start, when I first started with this access consciousness stuff and I started with bars, um, I was a waitress at... I was a bartender and a manager at a restaurant and I didn't really know how to start my business either. But one of the things I realized is that in order to do bars, I needed to put my hands on people's heads. Period. <laughs> so I, uh, I just started, I was like, where can I start with this? Great business question. Where can I start with this? Great business question. Um, and I started looking around and noticed that everybody that I was ever having a conversation with had a body and a head. And so I started just, you know, telling people, hey, I just learned this new thing. I don't know if you know anybody that would be interested, but if you know anybody, um, here's my number. Let them know. And I'm doing like 20 minute sessions for a dollar a minute or something to try this out. And I just started talking to literally everybody that I came in contact to where there was a little bit of an opening and going, hey, listen, I do this weird thing. If you know anybody that would want to try it, let me know. Okay. That's kind of literally how you build any business. You start talking to people about it. And sometimes it's literally just being interested in people that is talking about your business. And sometimes it's actually mentioning your business. But if you start, you can't fail. The only way you can fail is if you quit before you succeed or you never start. Those are the only two ways you can fail. So where can you start and who can you start talking to? All right. All right, cool. So I'm going to go back to my notes here so I can kind of whatever, stay on some made up track. Okay, here's something that's really cool to know, guys. Distractor implants are designed to get you to go into what is contractive and to step away from what is generative and creative. So look around your business life and are you in any energy that's like 
contractive. If you are, you're in a distractor implant. And, uh, and, and their whole design is to get you to step away from what's generative and creative. Now, anytime it's got that generative, creative energy, that's you being you. That's you functioning from your reality. Anytime you're in a conclusion or you've made a decision or you've decided that it has to be this particular way, you're in a decision or a conclusion and that's not your reality. That's just a way that you've learned how to cope with living in this reality. Does it work as well as, hey, what can I start here? What can I change here? What can I stop here? No. Why? Because a decision is one fixed point. And then you have to use all your energy to try to ha make happen that one fixed point. Ay, ay, ay. Guess who gets eliminated in that process? You do. So like, the reason I brought up like the phase that I'm in right now is because this is a very, I have had to, I've forced myself into learning how to function with my business in a really different way because I can't put in the time that I put in when I'm not moving to another country. I can't sit at my computer for the hours that I normally have available. My normal is upturned, right? And you guys might find that in different ways at different times where your normal is upturned. Maybe it's just, you've been taking a lot of access classes, but you know, my normal is not available anymore. So I've had to stay really present with my business and be with it in a different way and go, okay, what's truly required here? Where can I put my energy to create the greatest result? Is there anybody else I can add here that would contribute to this moving in a different way rather than me being the source of that? So all of those are questions that I've had to go to in order to continue having success with my business and have success in living. So if you don't stay engaged with what is and you use whatever's happening in your life to judge yourself rather than to support yourself, then you won't have access to those questions. And so like two or three weeks ago, I was still trying to function in my business and in my life as if I wasn't moving countries. And I got I was there was so much pressure and I was doing so much stress. And thankfully, I have people in my life that have my back and they pointed it out. And that's when I really looked at it and went, oh, my gosh, I'm trying to function like I'm not moving, moving countries. Cool. What would I have to change or stop in order to have more ease? And that's when I realized I had three different program ideas and things I was trying to move forward that could just drop off. They just literally didn't need to be there. I had made a decision they needed to be there. I had projected that they needed to be there. I decided that they needed to be, they didn't need to be there. So they got dropped in favor of having more ease. So I guess maybe that's tip number 32 is like, are you including care for yourself in your business? So again, if you're not, then you're in a distractor implanted business, which says that basically you're the least important thing. <laughs> Uh, you're going to read different success books on this, but essentially the distractor implanted business is like you are at the effect of whatever your business requires. In fact, I'll give you an example. I said yes to being a part of this weekly, bi-weekly mastermind with three other people that are not access facilitators. And it's been really different. It's been different because honestly, I don't have a lot of contact with people that are not in access. And so we meet bi-weekly on Zoom and the guy that started it follows this mastermind format that he learned from somebody else. So it's a little bit structured, but also cool. 
the people that are in this mastermind are also very humanoid, very, and, and they're very successful in their own way. So there's a lot of cool energies there. But one of the guys that was talking in this last week's meeting was ex trying to find a solution for what he would have called work life balance. So he has a little two-year-old, he's got a wife, um, and he loves his job. And so what, what, what he tends to choose or what he thinks happens to him is that he tends to get really wrapped up in all these work projects because they're so interesting to him. And then his wife and his little two-year-old basically are always needing him and wanting more of him. And he's starting to feel bad, by the way, another distractor implant, that he isn't choosing more time with them. And, and so here was his struggle that when he does free up more time, free time, as he calls it, to spend time with them, but then he gets a call about an inter interesting project that he really wants to be involved in. He fills up the free time and then his wife and his daughter want to have more time with them. So he's created for himself this cycle where he's always wrong. He's wrong for loving what he does. He's wrong for filling up the time. He's wrong for not spending time with his daughter and his wife. So, you know, I did the best I could with finding out if there were any openings for me to ask him questions. And I asked him a few questions, but it was very clear after a while that he needed to stay in that conflict. And this may be something that you recognize in yourself. It's like, are you keeping yourself in a conflict in your business? And a conflict is just where basically two opposing points of view are in existence at the same time. And you're using all your energy to keep those opposing points in, in existence in order to have a conflict. And as insane as that sounds, that right there is a distractor implant, implant of business. And like if I could take myself back like three weeks ago in my business, I was doing something similar. I had this one point of view that these needed to exist and a conflicting point of view that this had to happen. And the person that was getting squashed in the middle was me. So what this guy could do that he might never choose is go, if I was truly including all of me in the creation of my business, because what he told me is that he can't say no to any of these projects now because he's already committed and he knows himself, he's going to do this again. So basically he was creating for himself this no choice situation that was hopeless to solve. So are you doing that? And if you are, if you were truly including all of you, what could you choose? What could you create? What have you decided is unchangeable that is actually changeable? What have you decided you can't do that you actually can? What could you stop? What could you change? What could you start? And if you were including you in that, how could that, where could you begin and start to institute something different right away? All right. So, more important information from the book, fear and doubt, business and relationship, which are four of the 24. And these guys are all grouped together. Fear, doubt, and business and relationship are all grouped together, which is really interesting. All of these four distractors are designed to keep you in a place where you never choose what you would truly like to have. So if you look at this, it's like when you say you're afraid, are you really, or is it that you're unwilling to choose what you'd really like to have? When you say you doubt yourself, is it really true that you doubt yourself or is it that you're unwilling to choose what you truly like to have? When you say I would, but my business, 
Is that true? Or is it that you're unwilling to choose what you'd really like to have? Same with relationship. Are you actually willing to choose what you'd really like to have, right? So you are distracting yourself from desiring what you truly desire in your life. And that's a, man, that's a, that's a research project to find out what you truly desire in your life. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that's ongoing for me, right? And I usually discover what I truly desire by bumping into what I definitely don't want, just so you know, and that's pretty normal for us. But most of you, Gary says, are not willing to have what you should have in your life. Most of you are not willing to have what you should have in your life. Interesting. So how often do you do business from a place that works sort of, but not totally? It's not easy. There's always a problem in it. What would it be like if you dealt with business and money from ease and not from problems? Now, guys, this creation of my business where I'm at now has been a five-year process. The, and it's integral with my money. Money and business are very, you know, symbiotic in that I can have what I'm having in my business right now because I've also made very intelligent financial choices. But where it all came from is I realized that I was not creating my business and money from ease. I was creating it from the point of view of survival. So when you create your business and money from the point of view of survival, you always have problems. That's innate with choosing survival. So when I finally realized that and I was willing to look at it and see what I was doing, and I looked at whether or not that was what I truly desired in life. So I got off the distractor implant wheel and went, is this really how I wanna live? It was no. And then I could start asking a different question when I finally got honest with myself and asked if this is truly the way I wanted to live. And when I finally got honest with myself, I really looked at it and I went, no, this is not the way I want to live. Okay, cool. So what else is possible? What does it actually take to generate and create ease from ease as ease? If I were having ease, total peace with money, what would I choose? If I were having ease and total peace with my business, what would I choose? What would I need to institute? Um, it, a lot in, my, in a lot of the calls that I've had lately with my 500K people, these are all my entrepreneurs, we've had a lot of conversations about including ourselves in our choices with our business. And, you know, a lot of what's occurred in my business with my team has been this Whatever we're doing is not working. We need to choose something else in order for it to work because I had this huge demand in my world for ease. And so I've had to change the way I function in order to demand something different of the people around me, whether or not they want to do it is up to them and that's okay. But, you know, I've had to look at if I keep functioning the way that I'm functioning in my business, is this actually going to work? And it wasn't. So I had to go, okay, cool. So what do I need to change? What do I need to start? What could I start? What do I need to stop? And out of, but it, but it came all from, I'm not having ease here and that's not okay. So what do I need to change in order to have ease? So that's something I think pretty key is really looking at, are you functioning from survival or ease? And that's a choice, just so you know. And it may 
depending on who you are, feel like the hardest choice ever in life. And it also could seem like, well, how the fuck do I choose ease? Because it's like one of those intangibles like air. But instead of asking how, ask what would it take to be willing to choose ease and see what shows up for you? Because it is something you can choose. It's something you can demand of yourself. And I really remember distinctly when I read in one of Gary's money books, he's like, you've got to give up the point of view of survival. And I was like, hey, survival is a point of view. I thought survival was just like, you know, inevitable, innate, just what it was. You know, it's just a fact. And when he said that, I looked at it for myself and I was like, wow, that is a point of view that survival is always going to be my back door. You know, if nothing else, I can survive. If all else fails, if this business fails, if I if my idea flops, I can always survive. He's like, in order to succeed, you have to give up survival as a point of view. It's no longer your back door. Ooh, that was a big one for me. I, I remember exactly where I was sitting, in what house, in what country at that moment. And I sat there for a while and really looked at it. And I was like, am I willing to give this up? And in, the, in that moment, it was no. But as I sat with it, I was like, yeah, okay. So if I'm giving up survival as a point of view, what's the point of view I'm choosing? fucking have an ease. I'm creating and generating ease. And it's so cool when you start to choose stuff like that because the universe supports you. So it's like in the next few days, somebody threw a book across my path and I've talked about it before, Profit First. I started reading about different systems and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I hired a bookkeeper. I started handling things differently. I, you know, created different systems in my business and and so as of the recording of this video, I can actually, I've taken almost a month off, not totally, but to move countries because I can, because I know I am no longer functioning from survival as a point of view. I've created a different future for myself. And that, I never thought that would be possible. And it isn't until you choose it to be possible. And you make a demand of yourself and you go, okay, well, whatever the fuck it takes, I'm having ease, right? And I think I noted some of the things that I did. It's like my personal tips to creating and changing your business towards what you'd really like to have. First of all, just look at everything that isn't working and go, okay, cool. If this wasn't a problem and this was a creative challenge, what could I change here? Number two, make a demand of yourself that you generate and create a different future. What do you want to be having as your future? And what can you choose now to have it? And that's tip number three is institute what's required to have it. And number four is really stay engaged in the true cycle of creation, which is start, change, stop, start, change, stop. The moment you get into judgment of yourself, you're in the distractor implant of business. So jump out of the distractor and plant, pock and pot it and go, okay, cool. What can I start? What can I change? What can I stop? The moment you're into judgment or you're feeling wrong, that's when you've disengaged. You've stopped being present. You're now somewhere else in nowhere land that you, you can't handle it. You can't fix it. You can't solve it. So notice where you're judging yourself. Go, okay, never mind. Start engaging again in the cycle of action. What can I start here? What can I change? What can I stop? And then choose. Choose, choose, choose. 
choose. And that right there, honestly, if you stay engaged in that cycle, like we'll always move things forward for you. That is a constant moving forward cycle of action. It can never fail unless you quit. All right. So cool. I think that's all I got today. So I hope you enjoyed that. And, you know, I know that was huge, Danielle. Cool. So thank you guys for joining me today. And, um, you know, (laughs) next week, there isn't going to be a show. Not that that's relevant. If you're listening in the future, we are going to be, um, I will have next week's moving to Panama week. So just hang in there. But the show after that will be live from Panama. And I'm so excited about it. And I'm so grateful for you guys. So if you got anything out of this and you'd share it, I'd be just so happy, just happy. Cool. Enjoy being you. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.